Welcome to the Known Parent Podcast. This podcast is presented to you by your friends at LifeWay Student Ministry. We want to help you lead your teenagers to know God, own their faith, and make their faith known. You can learn more about LifeWay Student Ministry at www.lifeway.com students. Your hosts for the Known Parent Podcast are Rick Prawl and Mike Wakefield from Student Ministry Publishing at LifeWay. Rick has a son and daughter in college, and Mike has a daughter in college and a son in high school. In addition to being parents of teenagers, both Rick and Mike have experience in student ministry, church staff ministry, and ministry through student ministry publishing. Let's join Rick and Mike as they share their experiences related to the topic for parents and teenagers addressed in this month's Known Study. Welcome to another episode of our Known Parent Podcast. I'm Rick Prawl. I've got Mike Wakefield down at the other end. Uh, you're loving hosts. <laughs> <through this laughs> loving host journey. Keep that in mind as we talk about our topic for this uh, month. Uh, we're talking about spiritual gifts. Our unit of study this month is called Gifted. And uh, we were trying to figure out who we could bring in that was gifted uh, to <laughs> help us talk about this topic. And uh, we looked high and low and we found Karen Daniel. Karen, how are you? You are so blessed. <laughs> That's all right. I can say. I'm well, doing great. Thanks. Karen is gifted in many ways. <laughs> and uh, are funny. Karen, for folks uh, that missed the last time you were with us on our podcast, uh, tell folks a little bit about what you do and a little bit about your family. Well, I'm a production editor for Known, which means I pretty much read through everything, help write, edit, just whatever is needed to be done. I'm glad to fill in and help out. I'm just happy to be on the team. It's a great Great experience. And I have two teenage daughters at home, actually, one who's 16 and one who's almost 13, but I count her as a teenager. (laughs) She is emotionally right now, so it counts. Um, (laughs) And my husband also works at Lifeway, so we're just one one little happy family. All is good. Well, Mike, uh, give us some uh, thoughts about spiritual gifts before we get into this um, for parents. I mean, this this is a big topic. Yeah, it is, and uh, it uh, should create some good discussion for your students in Sunday school uh, as we talk about spiritual gifts. And it's one of those things that sometimes we don't really know a whole lot about. We've heard our maybe heard our preacher talk about it, or maybe we even took a spiritual gifts inventory or a test. It's supposed to tell us what our spiritual gift is, and but it's not you know it's a little bit confusing, kind of vague sometimes. But it is one of those things that we need to be informed about. We need to know that we are everybody who's a if you're a believer in Christ, you have been gifted. Uh, the Holy Spirit has entered your life when you were a believer, when you became a believer, and then you received spiritual gifts. And that's not just the case for adults. That's the case for your students. If your students are believers, um, if they know Christ, then they too are, are have spiritual gifts. And so this unit is to help them understand how they're gifted and what spiritual gifts are and, and what their spiritual gift might be and how they can use it and some of those kind of things. Well, and a part of this whole process, too, is you know helping not only your students, but helping you as parents understand that you know the the relationship with Christ is is intended for us to have that that intimate relationship with God to become disciples and followers of Christ, which just as we look at Scripture involves you know moving from you know a relationship into service and serving right. others and ministering and and bringing honor and glory to God. And so, for parents, as you listen to this, this may be an opportunity if you've if you've not even looked at the topic of spiritual gifts and done any kind of a spiritual gift inventory. We're going to talk a little bit about. That, um, but for you to begin to explore, you know, what are my spiritual gifts? If you don't know, and begin to find some ways to serve, you know, I think Mike and Karen, this would be a great 
a great month for parents as they're talking about this topic with their students to to do some service together, some ministry together yeah. to try to figure out you know, what their gifts are. Or if parents, if you if you know very strongly what your spiritual gifts are, if you feel comfortable in that, you know, share that with your students um, and encourage your students to find some opportunities to explore their spiritual gifts. You know, through this month of study, we're talking about with your students questions like, you know, what are spiritual gifts? They're they're abilities given by God. We're going to talk about specifically what are some of the spiritual gifts, and I'm sure we'll get into some of that as we talk with you guys uh, this month. We're going to talk about why do spiritual gifts matter, and how can I avoid using my spiritual gifts the wrong way. But I think from from a parent's point of view, just the information about you know, what are spiritual gifts, and how can I, for me as a parent, how can I help my student in this process? If I'm supposed to be their, their you know primary developer, spiritual developer, how can I help guide my kids in this process of growing in their spiritual gifts? So big topic. Karen, any preliminary thoughts as we get into this? You know, the first thing that comes to my mind is it's really hard for us to figure out what our spiritual gifts are on our own. You know, obviously you need to be in the Word, you need to be praying, you know, about this and and talking to God about it. But I notice that where I learn more about myself is through others. And I can see the spiritual gifts that my daughters have. But even when I let them know what I think they, you know, what gifts I think they have, they don't often see it. Mm. So I think it's very important as parents to point that out to our children when we see signs of certain gifts that they have and just let them know and affirm them in that because I don't think they would see that without some guidance from us. That's right. You know, as we get into this, Mike, Karen, what are some of the differences for parents? Because I think this is one of the things where, where we struggle as Christians, probably as parents with our kids. Help parents understand the difference between spiritual gifts and talents and abilities because that becomes a fuzzy area in this whole discussion. Yeah, it really is, and we get that mixed up uh, sometimes of what's what's a spiritual gift and what is just a natural talent. I'm just sitting here thinking uh, Karen has a couple of daughters. One of her daughters is a swimmer, and, you know, uh, lots of people swim, but not everybody swims, you know, competitively like, right. like her daughter does. And so she has – you could say she has a natural athletic gift – or talent to swim. That's not a spiritual gift. Right. You know, that wasn't given to her by God when she became a Christian. That was when she was born and she, you know, loved that. And she had that athletic ability. That's and that, you know, that's a talent. That's an ability that you got, you know, sure. God gave that to you because he created you, but that's not a spiritual gift. Whereas when you become a believer, then God supernaturally empowers you with a, with a gift or gifts to be able to help the church and to build mm-hmm. the kingdom uh, and to build up the body of Christ. And that's what a spiritual gift is. Uh, so, you know, it's, there is a difference between talent and ability and gifts. That, hopefully that helps a little bit. So. Right. I think, but there's also a little bit of a similarity there because as talented as Skylar is, I look around and I see a lot of talented kids. But unless they work, mm-hmm. you know, unless they develop that talent, it doesn't matter how talented they are. And unless we recognize our spiritual gifts and unless we pray about those gifts and use those gifts, it doesn't matter how gifted we are. And a lot of folks will say that, you know, even athletic ability, that, yes, I can use that to bring honor and glory to God, and, right. and I can mm-hmm. even build up the kingdom through my my talents and my abilities. And, and that is true, but then coming back to, you know, Mike, what you're talking about, that definition of spiritual gifts, as we looked at in our Bible study session with your students, that 
just to really lay out that these are, are spiritual gifts, they're abilities given by God, you know, supernatural abilities. And if we look at the list of gifts, all the different things that are in there, you know, some of those things we can do on our own just naturally. Mm-hmm. We can learn to do some of those things. But the difference is that that spiritual giftedness, that empowering by God, I guess is the is the key word there that God empowers these gifts in our lives to be able to do things. Um and that was that's really kind of the point that we're laying out for your students and as parents just to help you understand that. Um, it'd probably be good on the front end just to let you guys know, let parents know that there is an opportunity for you to uh, to complete a spiritual gifts survey, spiritual gifts inventory. If you've not done that, we've included a link um, in the student materials for your students to take a look at. Um, and if you want to write this down, it's a quick, easy way to get to it. There's actually two ways to get to it, but the uh, the direct path is www.lifeway.com slash article slash 170310. That's the article number. Another way you can get there is just to go to lifeway.com and up in the top right-hand corner in the search area. If you'll just search for Spiritual Gifts Survey, um, you'll be able to find a page that will give you an opportunity to do a Spiritual Gifts Inventory, and that would be a great thing maybe to sit down with your family um, and do do a family evening that, hey, let's explore spiritual gifts, print it out, make some copies, um, and just answer those questions and make it a kind of a fun activity with your family. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool to do together. Yeah, it really would. Even if you know what your spiritual gift is as an adult, it'd be kind of fun to work through that together with your family. And and as as Karen said, sometimes you know we have a really good, may have a good idea of what our spiritual gift is, but we the insight from others would be very helpful. I mean, is as a as a parent. Uh, what a great thing to be able to do is let your child or your teenager take that inventory and then talk about what those you know what the tendencies are or what the things that came out that were the strongest in their life and then you're able to speak into that as their spiritual leader say you know what I, I actually see that in you or you know or or maybe let's talk about this and what does that mean and 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 I like what Karen said a minute ago about it being a process. One of my spiritual gifts is teaching, and but it's one of those things that when I became a believer as a young child, you know, did I get that spiritual gift at that time? Absolutely. But I didn't have the, I mean, I had the capacity at that point to do that, you know. I had to grow into that, you know. I had to learn, and God, you know, gave me opportunities to do that. So he had to grow that in me, and I had to grow as a believer to be able to use that gift. It's not like you become a believer and zap, you're all of a sudden this great teacher, (laughs) or, you know, you have this, you know, great ability to evangelize or whatever. You know, it is a process. It is a capacity, and then God grows you as you mature. Well, and I think part of our job as parents, again, coming back to the Deuteronomy 6 model that you know we are to be the primary developers of our kids, is to help them explore you know, all of Scripture, but especially this mm-hmm. aspect. You know, what are your spiritual gifts? What are some ways that you can get involved? And as parents, I think we can facilitate a lot of that, you know, encourage our kids um, to, to teach in vacation Bible school, explore, see if teaching is, is where they're gifted, you know, go on mission trips, be able to fund that as parents. I think that's an important thing for us to do is pay for our kids to be able to go on mission trips and explore some of those avenues um, to put them in other situations. Um, you know, I know, Mike, you know, your son, uh, you know, works uh, from time to time in a ministry to the homeless um, right. and using music as an outreach there. I mean, there's there's a lot of things that we can do as parents to equip and encourage our kids to be in those aspects. Absolutely. In this whole unit of study, we talked about you know what are some of the spiritual gifts, um, and we looked at four areas of Scripture. And parents, uh, for those of you that are looking at this and thinking, man, I have no clue about what to do with spiritual gifts and what they're all about, 
where do I begin? There are four chapters in Scripture that really kind of outline that. Um, the first two are easy. They're both in chapter 12, Romans chapter 12 and 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And then the other two are both in chapters 4, Ephesians chapter 4 and 1 Peter 4. Um, so if you can remember that, uh, that'll get you where you need to go. Um, the ones in 1 Peter and Ephesians are smaller lists. Um, Ephesians 4.11 primarily is addressing the uh, the role of pastors and, and what they do, their giftedness. Um, but as we look at those lists, what are, what are some of those spiritual gifts that parents may need to have some information about? We've, we've separated them out into three different sections, you know, teaching, serving, giving. I think there's some things there. Uh, I would encourage, I would encourage uh, parents to go and, and read those passages of scripture, you know, take a, take time to look at that list and, and see what those are and maybe even write them down. That's something that you could do together with your student, especially as you take that inventory, you kind of kind of begin to look at some of those things uh, and, and begin to explore, you know, what this means and what it what it's like, and just try to talk talk through it together as a as a parent and as a child. Right, and I think it's important too not to let our kids qualify their gifts. I think we have a tendency; it's it's just normal, it's just human to compare. Oh, well, they have this gift, but I've only have this gift. Right. My yeah. gift isn't as good, but you know, every gift has its place, and especially you know, one of one of mine I've noticed is the gift of encouragement. Well, I didn't recognize that for a long time because it wasn't teaching. You know, it wasn't some of these you know wisdom. I didn't think I was necessarily <laughs> wise or anything. So encouragement, I thought, well, you know. How good is that? How does that really? How is that really a gift? But it's just something I can't explain. But I love to encourage people, and I feel like you know that's a good thing. People need it, so that's encouraging. That's right. Thank I you. feel encouraged. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. I'm glad. Yeah, you know, and there is a. I think it'd probably be good for us to address as well that there there can be an opportunity or an an a place in this list of gifts that as parents we may get a little uncomfortable and kind of freak out because we don't understand what all these mm-hmm. things are. You know, when it starts talking about prophecy and, and languages and tongues and, and mm-hmm. you know, all these different things that we can become a little bit overwhelmed and feel intimidated. Um, I will tell you, parents, as you listen to this, um, if you would like a little bit deeper look into this, um, if you'll go to our leader podcast, um, Mike was actually my guest on our leader podcast to dig into this and, and did a great job providing some additional information. So just head over to lifeway.com slash known and check out the leader podcast for this gifted unit especially the second week and uh, that'll give you some better information about you know these spiritual gift topics and helping you understand that um, i think a fun thing to do another fun thing to do with your family um, in this area of, of giftedness is to look at the last part of first corinthians chapter 12 where it gets into you know the eye says hey, i'm not a foot and mm-hmm. i'm no good which gets into what karen was talking about uh, that is a great place to discuss you know what karen was was mentioning is that you know there are a lot of different gifts, but they're all important. Get into that. You know, for me with my son, you know, uh, he's a soccer player, and if you have a football player, you can use that team concept. That if everybody was the quarterback or on a soccer team, if everybody was the goalie, you know, we're not going to have anybody scoring. Or mm-hmm. if everybody is, you know, a striker, but nobody can stop the ball. I mean, we're going to score a lot of goals, but we're also going to get scored on a bunch. That you know, that there's that aspect that we need everybody in the right. team and everybody in the church. Uh, I think another thing that we can do as parents is just to begin to look at all the variety of folks that that help the church operate and run and do the kingdom's work. I mean, you know, obviously we're going to see the pastor and we're going to see the worship leader. We're going to see our Sunday school teachers. But, man, there's so many other people involved that have spiritual gifts that aren't those out front things. Um, you know, we look at the pastors and teachers and we're like, well, they're out front and, and you know, that's a big deal. That's kind of like what Paul was talking about. Yeah, and, and we talked about this a little bit with the uh, Leader podcast, Rick, that 
Uh, when you look at usually when you look at across the church, then those out front gifts, those speaking gifts, there's a lot less percentage of your people in your church that have those gifts um, because there's just not that many people who are needed out front, right. you know, that kind of thing. Uh, and if you look at that second group of uh, uh, that serving gift, that's where the bulk of your congregation you know, is going to have, that's uh, most of the congregation, majority of the congregation are going to have their gifts in that, encouraging, helping, serving, mercy, those kinds of things, just taking care of the body of Christ, you know. But the deal is all of those gifts are important. Every one of them is important. And as you said, as we talk about in the, uh, I guess it's the third session, you know, one of the first things we say is that all all of us are part of the body of Christ and every member is important in the body of Christ. And um, those students, we need to help them realize, you know, and, and parents, we need you to help. You need to do this too to help your students know that they're not – it's not just the church over here and the student and the youth group over this, the, over on one side and the, and the church. And the other. they are the church. They're a part right. of the church. They're a part of the body of Christ. And if they're not in there doing their part and, and their gifts being displayed and being used, then the church suffers for that. Absolutely. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Well, and they're the future, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, but we don't want to just de- designate them. Well, they're just right. the future of the church. They're the, the church now also. That's so. true. Well, and this whole idea that that every member matters, I mean, we can even bring it back down to our family, that, you know, within our family, you know, every person is important. In in our family, all of us have different strengths and abilities and, you know, family giftedness, right. um, things right. that, that we do well um, within our family that makes our family work. It, you know, there are things that, that my daughter does a lot better than my son does. Um, there's things that he does better than she does. Uh, and it's important for all, all of us to work together and, and help our kids to see that, man, soccer is your ability. You know, that's something you do. You know, my daughter can play soccer, but she's much more gifted at, you know, sign language, you know, is, is uh, you know, a tool that she's using for God's glory. Again, just to kind of to drive home the, the whole goal of this unit is, number one, to help you understand what spiritual gifts are and, and look at that and find some ways that you can use those gifts, find some ways to get involved in ministry and service within your church. I guess it'd be a good place to, a side note to say, parents, you know, if, if you're not involved in your church and doing something, you know, you know, you know, we see in our church, you know, folks that have been at church for, you know, 10, 15, 20 years, and they're still sitting in a Sunday school class, and, and that's all they do is, man, God God wants you to do something, has equipped you, prepared you to do something for his glory. And that's the point of that whole last session, that you know, our spiritual gifts are not about us. They're to bring honor and glory to God. How can we as parents stress that with our kids and even model that for them? Uh, I think you just said, Rick, one of the things is is being able to – is to get involved. It's that thing every member of minister kind of deal. You know, we're all – there's no, nobody in the body of Christ is supposed to be sitting and watching. You know, it's not – and we get that way. We think church is a spectator sport a lot. You know, that's well, they're, they're all doing their thing up there, and all I do is just come and sit here. Well, if that's what we're doing, then guess what? We're passing that on to our students. We're passing that on to our children. If that's what they – if all they see us doing is coming to church and sitting – then they, that's what they think church is about, you know. Right. That it's a service organization in and of itself. Well, somebody's serving. Yeah, you know, and so one of the best things that you can do is to know what your spiritual gift is and jump in there. You know, if it's teaching, then you need to be able to go and say, hey, to your education minister or your pastor or something, you know, look, I, where's, where's a spot? Because usually in a church, there are plenty of spots available right. to serve, you know. Right. And so, and, you know, whatever it is that you – Whatever your spiritual gift is, wherever you're you're gifted, you're passionate about, then go do that. You know, be involved in your church. And if you think, well, in our church, I you know, 
It just doesn't work. I don't know. I don't, I'm not needed there. Well, maybe you need to be at another church that does need your spiritual. You know, it's just one of those things. Don't just sit there and not do anything because that is not a part of the body right. of Christ. Yeah. Right. I think they need to see the joy that it brings you as right. well. You know, I, I think sometimes we don't share that with our families as much. We get to, it, we make it such a business, right. you know, and, and life is very businesslike these days. I've noticed that recently. It's just a matter of ABC, go to bed, get up, and do ABC again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and so it's easy to, to get lost in that. But it is important to, to model that joy that it brings in using our spiritual gifts in the body of Christ and making sure that our, our kids see that. Yeah. You know, and, and going back to that, that whole spiritual gifts inventory and that survey, parents, if you've never done anything like that, that's a great tool. What I tell folks, what I tell adults and students, is that when you take something like that, you go through that again. That don't look at that. That this is a definitive. That you know, it comes out and says my spiritual gift is teaching. Mm-hmm. That may or may not mean that your spiritual gift is teaching. But if it indicates that that you are leaning that direction, man, jump in and, and volunteer to teach. You know, right. become a, a an assistant teacher in a Sunday school class. Try it out. See if that is something that God works through you. You know, if it's if it's evangelism, you know, find opportunities to be able to share your faith. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have found folks that, you know, especially students when they go on mission trips um, and begin to share their faith, find that, you know, this isn't as difficult as I thought it was going to be, right. and even find students that have that giftedness to be able to do that. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Other thoughts to help parents in that area? Um, just like I said, just encourage you to find out what yours is and then, you know, take the time, talk with your students about it, you know, and it's not a... It shouldn't just be a one-time conversation. Right. You know, this is something as they grow, as they begin to get in ministry, and help them find ways to be involved in your church. I think we said this the other day or when we were talking about the leader podcast is that, you know, we, we know those stats of how many students, you know, when they graduate from high school kind of graduate from the church. And I'm just wondering if we did a better job of helping them be involved in the whole church ministry right. with their giftedness. Maybe that would help them stay involved after they graduate, after they move on to college. Sure. Absolutely. And also help them think outside the box because suppose their gift is evangelism. We know sometimes we have a tendency to lock that into, well, that means he needs to go to seminary, then he needs to be a preacher, <laughs> right. mm-hmm. you know, then that sort of thing. But not necessarily. I've got a dear friend who his gift is no question about it. One of his gifts is evangelism. He's a football coach. I can't imagine the number mm, of people that wow. he has reached right. through that. And yeah. He's never been to seminary. Yeah. You know, he's not a preacher. That's he's right. a coach, and he reaches a lot of people with that gift. Well, and, you know that that is a good point too. And parents, we failed to re- to mention even in that list of spiritual gifts that you're going to see a lot of things that that we understand that we're all called to do anyway as Christians. I mean, we are all supposed to be evangelists and share our faith. We're all supposed to give and tithe and present offerings, and we're all supposed to have faith. Um, but when you look at those things in that list of spiritual gifts, spiritual gift of evangelism is that supernatural ability to to lead folks to Christ. You know, first person that comes to my mind is Billy Graham. You know, has the ability to stand in front of thousands of people and lead hundreds and thousands of people to come to Christ. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that is a spiritual gift of evangelism, as opposed to you know, I'll go on a mission trip and I can lead folks to Christ. Um, that is my you know, what I'm supposed to do as a Christian is to share my faith. Um, you know, that we're all supposed to give and tithe. Um, that's a part of our relationship with Christ. But there are folks that have the supernatural ability, that gifting, that, that when they see a need, I mean, they just pour out mm-hmm. the finances. Um, and they're able to see those needs sometimes when other people can't. I mean, that's just yeah. really – and, and there's really hard – I mean, we sit here trying to explain this, but because it's supernatural, it's hard for us to explain <laughs> – Unless you just know what that is, that you, you understand. 
understand that giftedness, you know, and you see that in people. Like I said, you know, I evangelism. I had a guy in my church. He was not a pastor or preacher. Uh, he taught Sunday school or something, but he just had the ability. I mean, he just led people to Christ. It was just like right and left. He's leading people <laughs> to the Lord, you know, and and it's just like you it, it, just hard to explain until you really understand what your giftedness is and how God can empower you to do that. Uh, it's just an incredible thing. That's good. Well, parents, we realize this is a, this, this can be a, a, a daunting subject to talk about with your students. Um, we just want to encourage you in that to find, as we've talked about over the months with our podcast, to find just natural opportunities to talk with your students about this topic. Uh, this is something they're talking about in Bible study this entire month, so you have a lot of opportunities to be able to kind of jump in as you see things on TV um, that can spark discussions. You know, when you're watching a football game and you look at the talent of those athletes and, and talk about, you know, is that a talent? Is that a natural ability? Is that a spiritual gift? Kind of lead into some discussions there um, and, and just look for natural opportunities to talk with your kids about that. Uh, and we are praying for you as you talk about this topic with your students, but also praying for you as parents that if this is something brand new to you, that you would begin to explore and look where your spiritual gifts are. We have a family in our church that, that I love to, to watch that the mom has a spiritual gift of teaching and she you know, has taught in our student ministry for years as her daughter has come up through and her daughter through experiences with mission trips and vacation Bible school, began to sense that, you know, maybe that's where my spiritual giftedness is now or is as well. And they are now, as mom and daughter, teaching a children's Sunday school class cool. on Sunday morning. So that's a cool thing. Maybe yeah. something else that you guys can do as parents. So, right. so check that out. Uh, thanks for joining us this month. Uh, join us again next month as we'll pick up a new topic. Mm-hmm.